Season 2, Episode 94. Happy birthday, JP. Hey, hello everyone. Sean Simons, PPG Grandpa. Welcome to PPG Grandpa's Paramotor Podcast. Hey, you know what? I fly paramotors and you can find me and my shenanigans over at iFlyParamotors.com and you can watch our show live at that same .com every Monday night, 7 p.m. Central, 8 p.m. Eastern. If you just want to listen to us, well, just type in Paramotor Podcast and a lot of Paramotor Podcasts pop up. Matter of fact, the recent one that I've found lately is uh, Sean over at the Fat Paramotor Podcast has one across the pond. So how awesome is that? Hopefully he'll be on our next podcast as a panel member on the 8th of November. Cross our fingers. It was pretty cool to, to meet up with him over Messenger. You know what? Since we are almost three years into this podcast, a couple of people on our panel decided to branch off and decide to make their own paramotor podcast. So there's more paramotor podcasts out there, uh, usually just on YouTube. And you can find Shane every Tuesday night at ppgshane.com. And also when he's not doing it on Tuesday nights, on Tuesday night hangouts, Eric does, our, our other friend. He's taken over for a couple of weeks uh, in between Shane's every Tuesday night at ppglear.com. And uh, they do a great hangout and uh, just talk about paramotors, cooking, and what have you. So it's not as formal as ours, even though ours is not really formal. Uh, we may have a guest every once in a while, but it's just talking about paramotors. It's more along the line of uh, Imagine being at a fly-in and you're just sitting around a campfire. Well, that's kind of the way we do our podcast. We're just talking about paramotors and, and anything about paramotors. We try to stick with to a subject, but sometimes, you know, we go off on tangents. We're human. We're pilots, right? Um, and also, if you are a female or want to listen to an all-female podcast, um, Jade, Flying Flamingo Jade, decided to put her own paramotor podcast out there. Every Wednesday night, 7 p.m. Uh, Central, 8 p.m. Eastern at paramotorgirl.com. So there's a lot out there and they are very gracious and let me rebroadcast their Paramotor podcast audio form onto my platform. So what you're going to see is you're going to see our Paramotor podcast that we normally do, but then you're going to see a bonus from Shane or a bonus from Jade and they host their own show. So if that's been kind of confusing, sorry about that. Hopefully that clarifies everything up. I'm sure you already knew what was going on, but there it is. Uh, anyway, on with the show tonight, we're going to be talking just about um, paramotors, uh, trikes, uh, foot launch, uh, quads, and we were trying to get uh, PPG Pirate on since he has a trike and he takes people up on tandems, but he was unable to get on the show, darn it. So uh, PPG Pirate, if you're out there, uh, we wish that you were on. You would have definitely made the show fun and entertaining. Maybe next time. Anyways, on with the show. Thank you very much. Season 2, episode 94. The chat, we got the Zoom thing going. Jim's here, Will's here, Flying Flamingo Jade, Paramom. Now we got the whole crew here tonight. Did you know tonight, um, this is November 1st, this is episode 94, we're in season two, and just in case you did not know, we are now searchable on Amazon.com, on Amazon Music, 
and also on Amazon's Audible. So if you go to any of those three and type in Paramotor Podcast, holy smokes, guys, we pop up. Is that amazing or what? So big shout out to everyone out there that has found our podcast on Amazon, Amazon Music, and Audible. Thank you so very much for joining us. Uh, Tonight, we're just going to be doing an hour show. We usually go a little bit longer than that. But uh, today, we got my mom here. I hung out with my mom all day, and I got to take her back home after the show. So we can't do a four-hour show. I'll never be able to get back home. It'll be tomorrow sometime. But on our show here, just in case this is your first time here, you found us on Amazon or Amazon Music, Audible, or maybe this is the first time you search for a Paramotor podcast, we do a live show every Monday night at 7 p.m. Central, uh, 8 p.m. Eastern at clearproptv.com. If you want to just listen to us because you don't want to see our ugly mugs, that's no problem. You can find us on paratalk.org. Or search for us on your favorite podcasting app under PPG Grandpa's Paramotor Podcast. Tonight, we have Linda Anderson. She is our cheerleader. Not only is she our cheerleader, but she also is the person that you guys get up with if you want to talk with us about paramotors on our show. So you want to be a guest, you want to be on the panel, no problem, you guys. Just get up with Linda Anderson. You can find her at paramomusa.com. Welcome, Linda, to the show. Thank you. Hi, everybody. It's always good to see you. And for the people that cannot see the podcast or are listening to us right now, she has little pom-poms that she shakes, and, and she she actually cheers us on. That's right. So, Make sure, make sure you come over to the to the live show and check us out. So welcome very much. Uh, welcome. Uh, always good to have you. And uh, we appreciate you being on the show. And you got us a couple more guests for the next couple of weeks. Who do we have on the 8th? We have Rob. And then on the 15th, we have Jared. Appreciate you. Thank you for, uh, for booking them. No problem. I enjoy it. All righty. We also have Will Fly. You can find him at willflyppg.com. He puts out some really amazing videos. If you haven't been over to his channel yet, you can find him on YouTube slash willfly or willflyppg.com. Will, tell us a little bit about your channel and on all the crazy shenanigans you do. Uh, well, I mean, I just, you know, I love flying paramotors and making videos about them. I mean, it's pretty uh, straightforward, pretty simple. And uh, it's amazing when I start a video, I never know how it's going to end up. <laughs> it just kind of takes a life, makes a, you know, becomes, it's a life of its own. But uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun. And if this is also your first time listening to our podcast, uh, Linda Anderson, she does not fly, but she's our cheerleader and she's our PR girl. We'll fly. Uh, you are about 150 pounds, 175 pounds, and you start off with an Adam 80 and you went up to a Moster 185, right? I did. Yeah. 150 pounds, 150 pounds. And, um, you're glad that you went from a Moster 185. I mean, sorry, you, you're glad that you went from an Adam 80 to a Moster 185. Absolutely. I, I, I do not regret that. Um, and that shows in your last video where you barely skim a power line. Yeah, the power saved the day. There's no question about that. If I didn't have that extra little oomph, uh, it would have been a completely different video, if any. <laughs> <laughs> well, you would have had you would have had a video, but it probably would have been on Tucker Gott's uh, crash reviews. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably. <laughs> 
Well, I wish I would have uh, hit, hit the moster a little earlier on in my flying, but hey, um, uh, the the Atom 80 has been a real reliable motor and uh, I can't say enough good things about it. It was just time for me to upgrade. My next step is going to be the Cosmos. So if I can uh, learn to strap one of those on my back. Wow. Is that a little bit heavier? Isn't that like really heavy for a for a 150 pound pilot or what? <laughs> yeah, if not impossible. So um, maybe a trike is in your future. Hey, you never know. Well, tonight we are going to be talking about trikes and quads. So maybe you, this might be the 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 stepping stone for you. Maybe you'll hear something that somebody has to talk about the trikes and quads or possibly even a tandem because hopefully Brooke is going to be on. He just did a tandem uh, with his uh, tandem trike and uh, hopefully he will be talking about that tonight. So thank you, Will, for being on the panel tonight. We'll definitely be coming back to you and chatting some more. If you don't know Flying Flamingo Jade, she is on our show tonight. She also does an all-female podcast every Wednesday night at 7 p.m. Central, 8 p.m. Eastern at paramotorgirl.com. Welcome, Flying Flamingo Jade. Hi. Thanks for having me. You know, it's always good to have you on the show, and it's neat and pretty cool that you got a spinoff of this show and got your own. That's really cool. Right. Thank you for that. <laughs> well, you well you um, don't flip foot launch, but you do fly a trike, right? Correct. And you've been flying for how long now? Uh, a little over a year and a half. So you have a lot of experience when it comes to trikes. So you will be able to tell us about your experiences with the trike and what you think about it, right? Tonight. Yes. Okay, good try. deal. <laughs> you can try. You can try. Come on, you have your own paramotor podcast. We also have Jim, Jim from Canada. A that tells what it's all about. Tell us about that money that smells like honey. No, it smells like maple. Mm. What's up, Jim? Ah, uh, things going well today. Got to fly. That's awesome, buddy. How now? How many flights have you had so far? Oh, I'd have to look that up. But, oh, just uh, give us a just give us ninety-one. A ninety-one. Oh, wow, ninety-one. That's pretty awesome. You are. Dude, you're going to be catching up to me in no time. <laughs> I highly doubt it, but oh, it'd be awesome. I totally doubt it, too. I'll have to go out a couple <laughs> more times a day make sure you don't catch up to me. <laughs> but um, but uh, just so you know, you guys out there, Jim is from Canada, and he let us know on a couple of uh, podcasts back there that uh, there's some money in Canada that smells like maple syrup so there's i know right there's there's some uh there's a fun fact that you'll have to look up and and see if it's true or not so jim thank you very much for joining us you also run a, a diy printing shop a printing shop and uh that's what carepp.com yes it is and and what do you do for folks i can print per pretty much anything signs decals decals wait a minute wait a minute decals stickers decals decals right there, there's a lot of people over here to be what the hell is a decal is that like a gecko no it's not a gecko it's a decal but uh yeah decal so yeah if you want your own very own stickers maybe you do your own podcast and you want to make your own stickers wait a minute you make your own stickers don't you my goodness go to carepp.com if you want to see jim's crazy paramotor shenanigans go to careppg.com that's pretty cool i i love how you how you blended those two together you, you you're you're a smart kid i like that 
Now, now you, you just you just fly regular foot launch, right? You don't actually do any trikes or anything like that. That's correct. Just foot launch. Have you ever thought about doing a trike? Oh, most definitely. Oh, really? Okay, good. I can't wait to to hear about that. Let's look in the chat and see who's live with us right now on clearproptv.com. We got Mark Droids. Welcome. We got PPG the other neck. What's up, buddy? Will Fly, Will Fly is not only in the chat, but he also is here with us. Bill H, Flying Flamingo Jade, Mad Sloper, Cole Flies PPG. Well, what's up, Cole? Uh, Brian Waller from uh, the Waller Hauler, PPGBrian.com. I mean, there's so many different names for him, right? Um, uh, hey, Bill Waller. So we got Brian in the house. Welcome. Uh, Sean, uh, Sean, Sean Nascar, what's up, buddy? He is the kiting king. If you don't know about that, hey, are you still? Do- hey, Sean, are you still doing your your kiting school and stuff? If you are, uh, post that information in the chat so people can see. Um, we got Tar- Tony Marzano. What's up? He's got a blue wrench, so watch out. He might uh, put you in timeout if you say anything crazy. Charles Walsh is in the house. Aaron I, the PPG guy. What's up, guys? Very glad that you're all here. We're going to be talking about trikes and quads and hopefully some tandems if Brooke gets in here and chats with us. Oh, we also got Angela Preslick. What's up? Good to have you here. Wow, we even got the captain in here from Down Under. Now, if you don't know, we got uh, Walter. He's from Australia. He has a really cool Australian accent and he's from the future because he's actually here from tomorrow. And uh, since he's down under, he's upside down. So we have to look at him upside down, and he's in the future. That's that's crazy. <laughs> Welcome, Walter, to the show. Glad you made it, buddy. Hey, thank you. Hey, I, I like your shirt. You, I like your shirt. You got a you got a para. Uh, yeah, para life. Para life from para life. Is it the same as yours? Is it? It is the same one. Oh, Isn't it wow, awesome? Look at that. Same color and all. No, it come, come yesterday morning, uh, and oh, what time was it? Yeah, before lunch, and I thought, what the heck's this? I didn't order a bookcase. <laughs> <laughs> that, is so, that is so funny. So, in case you guys didn't know, Walter won a lot of things from different shows over here. And what we did is we packaged it all up with a couple of our own stickers and shirts and stuff, and sent it off to Walter. Um, I had to mortgage my uh, my home to uh, send it to him. Yeah. Uh, uh, Walter does not win anything else. He won everything. So glad that you made it. He's got a couple of flags from Clearprop TV, um, shirts, stickers from Resurgence PPG. If you don't know yeah. about Resurgence PPG, make sure you go to resurgencepg.com and check them out. They help disabled veterans get into the sky. Beautiful flag. Oh, thank you very much. We made that specifically for you. We made it so it can fly upside down just like you in the future. Yeah, I, I had to put it upside down so you can see it the right way up. <laughs> <laughs> that is so funny. We also got uh, Wiggly Wing from Quebec, Canada. What's up, A? Good to have you on the show, watching us in the cool. yeah, watching us here live and in the super chat. Linda, um, Linda. Yeah, go ahead and flirt real quick. Hi, Linda. How are you, darling? Good. How are you, darling? Yeah, good. Thank you. 
Good. You're looking pretty. No, you are. Oh, thank you. Well, what about me? Don't I look pretty, damn it? Well, not for me, you don't. <laughs> but I suppose you would be. <laughs> well, since tonight we're talking about trikes and quads and tandems, one of the cool things is that we actually have Walter that flies PPC. So he'll be able to chat with us a little bit about PPC tonight also. So everybody, welcome. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. Uh, let's go ahead and start with Flying Flamingo Jade. She flies a trike. She also does a all-woman's podcast every Wednesday night at paramotorgirl.com. Flying Flamingo Jade, tell us a little bit about uh, your trike, how you got into it, and what do you think about trikes in general? Well, um, starting out, I thought I was just going along to the class to take pictures and video of my husband as he was going to do the training because I do not like roller coasters. I don't like heights. Um, and I've got a bad knee. I need a new knee. I've had seven knee surgeries, two reconstructions and doing some kiting. The instructor talked me into at least trying the kiting. And I said, well, okay, I can do work on that. Worked on that. Then he, I said, I don't know if I can do this. I said, I need to know if I can go up in the air, um, if I'm going to scream bloody murder or pass out as I, I leave the earth. <laughs> um, so I uh, did a foot launch tandem with one of the other instructors, and I loved it. Um, I was uh, pretty freaked out coming back down, not knowing if my knee was going to stay intact or not. Um, but managed, everything was fine. And, um, but we had already ordered, um, I believe we ordered the trike at that point already. Um, maybe not, but I practiced then with, um, the trike continuously and, like I said, I've been flying now for about a year and a half. I'm at about 115, 120 flights and just working on getting better and better each and every time I go up. Now, what kind of trike do you have, motor and wing? I have a Moster 185 and I have a Mac Para Charger and it is a 20... 26 or 28 meter, 26, 28 meter. And I have a trike buggy bullet, as you can see in the background. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now in your background. Uh, for those of you that are listening to us, uh, make sure you run over to ppggrandpa.com, iflyparamotors.com, or clearproptv.com to actually see what we're talking about. But that's a pretty nice trike. Um, uh, what do they usually run like, like a trike in general? I mean, nothing specific, like I'm not asking you how much you paid, but in general, how much is a trike and how much is a wing? Do you have to have like a special wing for that? No, no special wing because Eric is flying um, his Mac Paracharger and it is the same size as mine. And he converts that from foot launch to trike also. So he's within his weight range also. And still wings are about 3,500-ish in general. And then a trike with a Moster 185 that's similar to yours, what does that usually run about? 
Is that like um, a $10,000 unit type of thing or you don't know? Um, eight grand for the engine and 2,500 for the trike around there. Okay. Okay. So is this one of the ones that you can take off the motor and still foot launch or is this all together and it never comes apart? No, this stays right on there. Okay. Okay. So, and, and you love it, right? I mean, you, do you think you'd ever want a foot launch? I mean, you did do a tandem foot launch. Do you think you'd ever want to do a foot launch just solo? Um, maybe, I don't know with, with, um, back problems, lower back problems and stuff like that. I think I'm fine right where I'm at. I love it. I've, I've got it down. I got the muscle memory down of, you know, and I'm just trying to get better every time I go up and learn more things as I'm doing that. I don't know if I really need to change anything. Um, I'm not out there to show off or anything like that. So um, I'm fine right where I'm at. Okay. Well, well, that's, that's awesome. I mean, I, I started off foot launching and then I got the trike extension where it could bolt onto my foot launch, you know, motor and I've triked, uh, I've flown uh, other people's trikes before and I loved it. I think that's why I got the extension on mine. So I can do both. And, um, you know, I, I, I love it. And I understand, you know, if you got bad knees, bad back, there's no reason to put a heavy motor on your back. So all right. Well, thank you very much for, for sharing that. Speaking about heavy motor, let's talk to Will real quick. He went from an Adam 80 to a Moster 185. There's a little bit of weight dim uh, difference, um, but you're planning on possibly doing a trike in the future. But before we talk about the possible trike in the future, tell us a little bit about, you know, how long you flew the Adam 80 and why you converted over to the Moster 185. Uh, I flew the Adam 80 for gosh, the time, I don't know. It'd be my first three, 300 and something flights. Um, I was just ready for, for some extra power. I mean, it's a little dusty. No. No. <laughs> okay, Walter. <laughs> um, I was just ready for a change. I wanted the extra power. I was aware of the benefits and the, the advantages and disadvantages of each motor. And uh, I went with the extra power and I'm glad I did. You know, um, it uh, got me out of a sticky situation with the power lines. I firmly believe that I wouldn't have had the power needed uh, to get me over <laughs> over those power lines. So um, it wasn't it, it, so. So there's the safety side of things. But the other uh, the other thing is, you know, I'm not getting any younger and it's becoming harder and harder to run a football field you know, every time I launch on a hot summer day. And with the Atom, I was spending a lot more time on the ground, which to me uh, is another safety factor. The more contact, more time I have contacting the ground, the more chance I have of stumbling or tripping or, or whatever. But uh, I have noticed with the, uh, with the, um, uh, with the Moster, I spend very little time on the ground. I mean, boom, I'm in the air as soon as, as soon as I start, uh, start my launch. So it's very interesting. There's a lot of people out there that are 150 pounds and they don't want to do a Moster 25 because it's too heavy or they fear oh. that there's too much power. Um, but in your, um, I, I guess your 
time with the 80 and the 185, you think that the 85 does have more power, but it's not more dangerous like some people think? No, and, and that was a question that I asked my instructor when I was getting started because I was strongly being pushed to get the Atom 80 over the Moster. I wanted the Moster initially. And I asked him a question. I mean, I asked him that question. I said, so are you saying that I couldn't safely be trained on the Moster? And he said, no, 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 of course not. So um, if I had started with the Moster, it would have been a non-event. I mean, I believe I would have, uh, it, it, it wouldn't have been an issue. I mean, you get used to whatever you, you get, you know, whatever you're using after being with it for a while. So no, I mean, uh, and it's a personal decision when it comes all down to it. If you fit within the Adam 80, whatever, um, your weight's right. Um, and your health is right, and you know what you're getting into, there's no problem with it. Uh, on a win, if I had some decent wind, man, the, the Adam 80 is ideal, man. I mean, it's just you want to tool around, you want to uh, sip gas, and you want a, uh, a quieter motor, less vibration. Man, it's great. Now there's there's a there's a trike extension or something that you can bolt on that Adam 80 to a little trike, right? Is that correct? No, I don't know. I, I, well, I mean, that would go to the frame. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, you could, I'm sure could, uh, like what uh, Brian Waller has, the uh, Parajet Maverick, and he's got the, what's it called? The Retracta Trike. So, yeah. But he also has the 185. He does. He does. But uh, interestingly enough, I can't remember who it was. They did a tandem with the most or with the, an Adam 80 might have been Matt Menier. I had a video on that to see if it would do it. And it did it. You know, so uh, yeah, it's just uh, Nick Griffith. I see him in the chat. He's ideal for the Adam, you know, he's lightweight and <laughs> right. it's just perfect for him. And he bought my old motor. Oh, he, he did. Well, that's good. He bought the Parajet Maverick and the Adam. So uh, I probably should have kept it, you know, just as a spare, but no, nah, that's all right. Well, real quick, just for, for people that are out there that maybe have not flown yet, that are considering, you know, at being 150 pounds, you know, either getting a, you know, 185 or an Atom 80 or something similar to that. Uh, what's the difference in fuel consumption as far as like a Atom 80 and a Moser 185? I, I have not flown the moster enough to really to really tell i can tell you that uh, I, I normally start out with eight liters of fuel i guess that's a lot but i fly when i fly i tend to fly pretty long flights um so on average right now i'm using about four liters an hour and from what i understand that's not bad for a moster i don't know i know with the atom 80 i would use about 3.25 to three and a half liters an hour. So, okay, so just just a little bit more. So four liters is about a gallon. So you're you're just using a little bit more. I mean, so a gallon an hour, that's really not that bad. Yeah, well, here's the other thing is I spend a lot more time at full throttle on the Atom, whereas with the Moster, I don't have, I don't even have to launch with full throttle. So uh, 
there's that. I mean, that would use that would use more fuel. Um, it, it's a give and take. It really is. Interesting. All right. Well, I, I can tell you what makes a difference with the noise, though. Oh yeah, tell us about the noise difference. <laughs> the Bose Quiet Comfort Twenty that you recommended. <laughs> that noise cancellation. Isn't that, that thing, amazing? Man. Yeah. Yeah, it's just like night and day. I mean, and you can still hear that the, the neat thing is with that is you can still hear radio communication. Absolutely. And I can still hear my motor. I can still tell if something's not quite right, you know, with the sound of it. Um, but uh, for, for those of for for those of you that have not heard past episodes, we'll go ahead and explain what, what we're talking about real quick. We're talking about uh, my personal transition from the Atom 80 to the Moster 185 and uh, the advantages, disadvantages, and why I decided to make the transition. No, I mean the uh, the Bose. Oh, <laughs> strike that last comment. <laughs> so, the Bose Quiet Comfort is uh, what Sean used to uh, cancel out and make his surroundings quieter while he's flying and basically when i say surroundings i mean the motor noise and uh, even the wind noise if if you have any it is uh i think it was 250 dollars. just you know just basically a wired headset that it goes into your ears plugs directly into your phone and it, it fits comfortably underneath you know my uh, microavionics headset but you turn the switch on the noise cancellation and dang man it's just night and day difference so i can for, even have a conversation with someone on the telephone with that yeah so for all of you out there that you know are, are trying to spend a bunch of money on noise canceling headsets or you know trying to figure out some way of you know blocking out the noise obviously the atom 80 is a lot quieter you go to the atom 80 to the most 185 a lot louder even if you repack your silencer the 185 is just so loud so i've tried different noise canceling headsets and the one that i found was that boy that bose that fits into your ears that's wired that can fit underneath your regular earmuffs so you can get yourself a bicycle helmet, put on just regular 3M, you know, earmuffs, get the Bose noise canceling headsets, put those in, put the muffs back on top, and there's your communication headset. So cheap, inexpensive, and better than anything that I've heard so far out there on, on you know, in real life. Yeah. You agree, Will? That's pretty Absolutely. cheap. And yeah. Cheap. And I well, when I first when I first heard the price, I thought it was kind of expensive. But I tell you what, it's worth every penny. Absolutely. Oh well, the real reason I got it wasn't for the noise though. Not really. I got it because I wanted to be able to hear my music clearly. You know, normally with my old system, my old setup, I'd have to turn the volume up to like as high as it could go, and I still couldn't really enjoy it. I mean, I could tell what was playing, but that was about it. You know. Uh, with this, with the bows, I just, I turn it up maybe half and it's too loud. Yeah. <laughs> so. yeah, you can, yeah. You can turn on whisper quiet and it sounds amazing. Of course, cause it's bows, right? It's, I mean, bows just, they, they know their, their stuff. And uh, even with the, the loud most of any five with the bows in and listen to the music, turn on, you know, three and you can hear it perfectly. It's just absolutely amazing. 
Yeah, Sean, you asked me about the you know liters per hour, the fuel burn. Brian Waller in the chat said seven to eight liters is what he burns with his moster, and that's that that sounds probably right because I know I don't know why I'm not burning as much as I am. Maybe a new motor, maybe I'm not having to use a lot of power. But um, he says he's heavy on his wing, so maybe that has something to do with it. And so he's using more throttle. So do you know what you burn? on uh, your moster well it's funny that you mentioned that because um i've noticed that when i was heavier earlier this year you know when i started off this the beginning of this year i was about 276 pounds and recently i weighed myself you know uh you know flying this last um um for not fourth July, where I, what was it uh, pumpkin um halloween sorry i'm <laughs> <laughs> we're that we're fourth of july no halloween i just flew yesterday um and the burn rate from when i was really heavy to now uh 50 pounds less basically um i normally burn one tank which is two and a half gallons and it takes me an hour and uh, hour and 15 minutes tops and i and i burnt it out right mm -hmm. um yesterday I went up for over an hour and I thought, okay, so I'm probably on almost nothing because I haven't really rechecked, you know, this last year. And I, just, and I uh, sat down, it was almost full still. I mean, wow. it was a little, little over, I mean, it was over a half a tank, but it's still, I was expecting it to be almost dry. So the weight. Do you have really a carbon makes... fiber prop? Do you have a carbon fiber prop? Yes, because I also have an Atom 80 that I use for, for my students that are, you know, under 200 pounds and my students that are over 200 pounds, they get to use the Moster 185. Um, the 80 has a, uh, has a wood prop. I want to get a carbon fiber prop for it, but because it's for students, it's easy to replace and repair wood than it is to, you know, get another carbon fiber prop. Now, you had a um, a carbon fiber prop on your most on your eighty, right? Me? Yeah. No. Well, I did until I, you know, didn't, <laughs> and I replaced it with a wood prop. So most of my flying has been done. Uh, well, now probably about half of my flying has been done with the wood prop. Oh, it, so it, so what was the difference between the wood prop and carbon fiber? Since you know the difference, the the wood prop it just wasn't as efficient, and yeah. the performance of the carbon fiber was better. Yeah, that's that's what I've heard. That's what I heard too. You should be able to get better fuel efficiency too. I yeah. I don't know for sure. I just did a tank on the Monster 185 and the I got a three-blade carbon fiber prop and I've dropped a good liter per hour. Do you get that By weird harmonics numbers. with your three a blade that womp womp sound? Yeah, it does kind of Goes yeah, kind of louder and quieter. Yeah, weird harmonics. That's why I don't use my three blade very much. I thought it was gonna be cool. Okay, get a three blade. You know, everybody else has it. You know, a little bit more expensive, but hey, you're worth it, right? No, it has that weird womp 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 weird weird harmonics. So you you heard the same thing, right, Jim? I did hear it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I thought it was me. Maybe it's just an old grandpa that that hears things, but obviously, um, it's true. You get a three blade and there's a weird harmonics that that plays now you know what jim we're gonna have to do is get that four blade <laughs> just another couple hundred bucks on top of a hundred couple hundred extra bucks <laughs> there you go you're worth it i know because you're worth it <laughs> i just i just checked my last flight was 51 minutes 
I started with eight liters and I now have 5.25 liters. That's really good. It, it is. So, I mean, of course, the, the weather, the temperature has been a little bit cooler. So the engine is going to perform better. But I, from what I understand, that's incredibly good. It, and I don't know if it gets worse as the engine ages or if that's just normal. It's probably because you're only 150 pounds. What size wing do you have? 23. You have a 23 wing. You're 150 pounds. And um, what your motor and everything is what about how much? Another fifty uh, pounds, forty fifty pounds. Be more than that. It would be more than that. Probably uh, my best guess would be what sixty. Sixty. So so you're all up at about you know two yeah. two ten. Yeah. You know on a on a twenty three wing with a Moster one eighty five. Well, there you go. You're pretty darn efficient. Yeah, no complaints on the fuel consumption. No, not definitely not. Well, you said that you want to get a trike. So real quick, what do you know about trikes and what are you thinking about doing as far as getting a trike? First of all, if I get a trike or a trike set up or, or the uh, retracted trike or whatever, I'm afraid that I'm going to like it and I'm not going to want a foot launch anymore. And I love foot launching. Of course, I've never flown a trike, so I'm sure I'll love that too. But I do have a question on uh, if, if when someone, if they're just listening to this and someone's thinking about getting into the sport, would you say it's better for them? Everything else aside, health issues, everything aside, other than just this, would you say it's better for them to start out on a trike or better to start out with foot launching? Hmm. Um, I started off foot launch, but went to trike and love trike and bounce back and forth when it's nil wind, you know, um, a trike is great in the morning. You know, when you got some good wind and stuff, foot launch is great, you know, or if you want to go up in thermal. So it really is, you know, back and forth. But as far as starting off, um, you know, Jade, the reason why Jade started off is because she had back and knee issues so she doesn't want to go to foot launch and the only foot launch that she did was with a tandem so i don't know if that really is judgeable um anybody in the chat say anything yet because i i am pretty curious about what people have to say yeah leaving um, all the health stuff aside i mean money's no object i mean would it be better to start someone out on a trike and transition to foot launch if they were interested or the other way around? I think personally, um, because I teach both foot launch and trike, the people that trike, they still have to learn to kite. And it's really easy to kite, turn around, mash the gas and go fly. Whereas when you're doing a trike, you know, you don't have the opportunity of stepping left and right and correcting yourself. You have to like, you know, either with the uh, trike, you have to just use your your foot to move the front wheel. Or if you're quad, you know, you have a little bit more play, but, you know, you don't get a step back and forth like we do as far as foot launching. If health is not an issue, I would say do a couple of um, foot launches and then trike. I think that'd be a, a, a good transition foot launch to trike. Probably in the same class. I think yeah. that's what I think that's what Brooke was saying 
um or, or is that what Linda was saying as far as someone that was foot launching and then went to a trike in in class you yeah, that, well I said that yeah Burke oh you had, see that okay, yeah, okay. A student and uh he, he had a student that started out with foot launch and in the middle of the training transitioned to the trike because of health issues you know he was a bigger guy and right. uh it, he was in shape enough to foot launch, but the trike was a better fit for him. And uh, yeah, he loved it. And right. it's, it's kind of a neat comparison there because like I said, he started out foot launch, but I saw, um, I saw him transition. I saw the transition from foot launch to trike. It was like nothing. No, not no, really. And it, 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 he learned there's some differences, you know, and I'm yeah. not smart enough to tell you what they are, but he he transit he he was able to kite that wing all the way down the runway, and uh, that was impressive for a new student. Yeah, I I just like to say one thing that I went to trike because uh, <clears throat> even though <clears throat> excuse me even though I was in my early forties. Uh, I was explained to someone that I rang in America and he said, do you realise your legs are the undercarriage? And I was flying GA and realised not every landing's perfect and I thought about it. So that's what made me uh, build a trike. But I've also got problems with legs and, and back issues and also my arms and that's why I built something that I control with my feet uh, to steer with in, in the air. Did um, you actually foot launch first? Is that what you said? You tried foot launching or you're thinking about nah, foot launching? No, nah, no. Nah, I'd love to do it, but uh, really the trike has been all I've ever flown apart from GA aircraft. And, um, yeah, I think it's great. Uh, I have had a couple of incidents on my side, but that's just comes with. Uh, well, it was my own mistake, not not noticing the wind change. And uh, once you put a helmet on and you got gloves and stuff, you you sort of don't feel it, and you really rely on the uh, windsock what it's doing at the last moment. Right, but you don't you don't PP. G trike UPPC is that C. correct? Yeah. yeah. And for those and for those of you that do not know the difference between PPG trikes or PPC, can you quickly tell the difference to the listeners? Yeah, basically they generally they can be two seaters straight off, so you can carry passengers. Uh, mine is a lot more in detailed and and have a lot more stuff in my aircraft <clears throat> as far yours as is, and yours is more like an aircraft you need a license for it correct and a tail number in our country yes it's a registration number and of course it all had to be certified past when i finished building it before i got it in the air and so many hours to be in the air before it's really if i think it was 30 hours 25, 30 hours before you really signed off. So the difference between a PPC, which is a power parachute, is that yeah. a power parachute is a certified aircraft, while PPG 
is uh, under FAR 103 and it's uncertified, That's which right. could be either foot launch or trike style like the PPC. We have uh, both here, but uh, again, you need to be licensed and go through training. And you, you do end up with three uh, cat uh, categories of your license, which is uh, free flight, uh, PPG and try. So it's it's not too bad, but it is it is a lot to take in in two weeks. So you so your training actually trains you to do free flight PPG and PPC. Yes, all three. And to do GA, which is general aviation, you'd have to have a different certification. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Basically. The, the laws are all pretty well much the same because we, you don't have to have radio, but, you know, most people carry radio, whether it's two-way or whether it's air radio. And, uh, you know, we don't travel big distances, so navigation, it's, you know, you, a little GPS is enough to know where you're going. You can't really get lost. You can, but as long as you know your directions, that. You started off in the morning or the evening, you know where to come home. Gotcha. Absolutely. And uh, do you still, are you under the same kind of regulations like we have over here for PPG? You can't fly uh, during the nighttime, but you do have a half an hour before sunrise and half an hour after sunset with strobe? Yeah, exactly the same. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I've got landing lights and everything on mine. I've landed pretty dark into the, 20 minutes after sunset, but uh, yeah, it's not a problem. I love to fly at night, but yeah. And for those of you that do not know, you actually built your own PPC yourself, correct? I mean, it wasn't a kit. You designed and built it yourself. Yeah. How, how long did yeah. it take you to, to, to build it? <clears throat> well, I started with the inception that I wanted to build a trike and a lot of them over here, they just look like a little square buggy, a triangulated buggy, and it's two-seater, and you operate it with your hands. Well, that didn't suit me because I have arm damage, and I didn't like the fact that I can do it now, but I couldn't get my arms up above my head and concentrate, uh, control the, you know, the hand control, so I decided to do it foot control, which which is good in a sense because it's just like sitting up in an armchair with um, with my hands free, you know, uh, and just watch the uh, the ground turning under under my chair. It's it's absolutely beautiful through the you know through the a little bit of noise through the wing when I shut. Shut I can go up high and shut it off and then restart it when I get close to the ground. It's all electric start, so twin ignition, you don't have any troubles. Now, <laughs> what I did want to <laughs> say, you guys are all complaining about three or four litres. Uh, you want to try between uh, 12, 14 to 18, 20 litres I can burn in an hour. Uh, in my you say almost 20 hours a liter i mean 20 20 liters 20 an liters. hour yeah 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 if i if i want to just climb up come down climb up just do all that sort of stuff 
I could burn twenty liters in an hour, no problem. Twenty liters in an hour—that's that's a that's a lot. Yeah, yeah. But then on a cruise, then on a cruise, it's back to like three gallons if I want to fly cross country, which is not that bad. But you know, your price of fuel—well, what it was a year ago would have been great. How big is your tank, Walter? I can take about fifty liters. Five zero fifty liters. Yeah, yeah. I've, wow. I've never, I've never really had that much in it. Well, yes, I have uh, when I first filled it up, but uh, I don't. I never travel with that much. What motor? Uh, yeah, uh, Rotax five hundred three fifty two horsepower. That was a good question. I should have gone for the blue motor, the uh, 65 horsepower. I made a mistake at the time. But, yeah, not to worry. It does what it does. That's insane, said Aaron I, the PPG guy. Wow. <laughs> that, that, that's, a lot, that's a lot of gas. I mean, you know, um, it's really well, not that expensive over here. It's just about three, a little over, th now it's a little over $3.00. Uh, a gallon for non-ethanol gas, which is what I use. Um, I know that you probably, I don't know, how much is it per liter over there right now? Well, at the moment, uh, especially if you want to use high octane, uh, roughly over here we're paying $1.60, $1.80 a liter per gas, you know, uh, fuel for your car. And if I want to use uh, Avgas or uh, Premium, then then I'm up to probably two bucks or more a liter. And there's about four liters in a gallon. In little a gallon, little little gallon. less than little less than four liters in a gallon, right? Three point something. I think it is four gallons. Pretty well close. Our gallon, for some reason, is a little bit bigger. It's four point. Can't remember 4.3 liters, something like that. For well, a that's gallon. because that's because you're upside down and in the future, you know. <laughs> well, it probably takes a bit more to, you know, fill a can upside down. You, you I know, right? You've got no air in it. <laughs> Jeez, that's crazy. I can't imagine spending that much money for gas got, and stuff. I've got a question. What's up, Linda? Well, I I googled because I'm always curious what these look like, and I googled the Australian powered parachute. And um, it doesn't look like there's a, a, a safety cage on the back. Or maybe it's just uh, a picture, Walter? Should have. Yeah, look on, look on the back uh, of Walter's. I don't, I, don't have, I don't have a net, but I do have oh, a, a cage. Net. That's what I mean, a net. Yeah. Yeah, no, no net uh, because, yeah, I, I can't reach back that far. So... Oh, wow. So they're, you all, know, they're all made like that? They're all made like that with no net? Well, netting, oh, netting so is to keep your hands from going yeah. back into the prop. He's yeah, sitting so far way. He's sitting so far in front um, yeah. of it, he can't put his hands back there. This, no. If his hands went to the prop, he fell out of his, his uh, PPC. Yeah, well, you know, there, there is things like uh, hats, cameras, phones, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. But, you know, really speaking, I think that would just drop, you know, fall and it wouldn't hit the prop either. 
Well, I tell you what, the next time you go fly, drop something out and see if it goes through your prop or not. <laughs> Make sure you have a GoPro on. That will be going viral for sure. Yeah, yeah. It looks a lot, it looks a lot, um, is it a lot heavier than just the regular? That's oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, with me and with fuel, we're looking at 900 pounds. So that's like a lot of weight. More solid or something, yeah. Yeah, well, even say uh, Jade's machine with two people in it. Uh, what would you say, Jade? Five hundred pounds, maybe six. Well, under FAR one or three, doing PPG, we have to be under two hundred fifty-four pounds. Um, you know, with our machine, um, that's not including our people. So. Oh yes, that's no people. Yeah, that that that's with my weight and fuel. They're fully loaded. Well, if you have fifty liters, do you say fifty? Do you say fifty liters or fifty gallon yeah. tank? Fifty liter tank. Okay, that's still, yeah. that's still a lot. And, and um, twelve and a half gallons, something and like that. What size wing do you have? Do you use do you use meter wings like like we do for uh, PPG? Well, it. It measures 38 meters across, uh, sorry, 38 feet across. Is that how you, you, that's uh, how you measure yeah, your wings? Because well, we, we use the square meters over here. Yeah, we use square feet, which is okay. 500 square foot of wing. That's weird. We use meters over here, use feet over there. That's, that's crazy. Another yeah, crazy. I know. Thing. I know. <laughs> Certain measurements, uh, you know, even aviation, it's pretty well balanced around the world. Uh, heights are in feet. Distance can be, well, really it's nautical miles, but, yeah, you know, Americans use miles per hour. We use knots per hour. Well, for aviation, we, we do knots also. Yeah, but a lot of it is spoken when you talk about planes and D&E &E and all that, it's always spoken in a lot in miles an hour. But it's only a conversion over. You've got to work it out. That's all. We do a lot of distance in nautical miles. And then we have also statute miles. Statute miles are like our car, our car miles when we do like, you know, yeah, uh, 10 yeah, miles, yeah. that's our statue miles. But when we're talking well, we, about flying yeah, or, see, or we, distance, it's an article. We, we, we're upside down here. So we talk, <laughs> we talk kilometers, which is right. 1.6 kilometers to every mile. So a knot, a knot is getting close to two kilometers per mile. Per. You know where a knot came from? Yeah, from the ships. Yeah, that's kind of cool, isn't it? It is, isn't it? And I couldn't work it out. I thought, how can you tell how fast they're going by throwing rope out the back? But it's timing that knot. I, I don't know. Do you know exactly? Well, I don't know. No, I don't know any more than you do. That's basically it. But I think they tied knots in, you know, on the rope. Every That's so right, often. and then depending on how many knots showed up, they could tell how fast. How fast. Yeah, yeah. The, the, <laughs> the releasing of that rope out the back of the boat. Yeah, it's unreal. It's, it, so it next time you go fly, 
Next time you go fly, release that rope with knots. That way you know how many knots you're going. <laughs> yeah, uh, 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 <laughs> I've got an A-spade made so I can see exactly what I'm doing. <laughs> Good old iPhones with GPS. You got to love it. Uh, do we have any questions in the chat by any chance? I, I haven't been looking. I've been kind of here. I hadn't seen any. I've got, uh, I've got something, though. Yeah. So for someone who's never flown a trike, um, I can tell you, I'll give you the biggest advantage I could see and the biggest disadvantage I can see. All right. All right. So the biggest advantage would be much easier to launch and no win. Now that's yes. just me. That doesn't mean it's the biggest advantage. It's just that is a very good advantage. Yes, yeah. I agree. And then yeah. the biggest disadvantage would be you're more limited to where you can launch and land as opposed to foot launch. That's true. And not only that, but as far as travel too, because you need to have either a trailer or a truck to you know, transport your trike, unless it breaks down like mine, because it's just an extension or possibly um, uh, Waller's uh, retracted trike, he could probably put in the back of his car too. Do you leave and, it on? Do you leave the trike on your machine when you pack it up? Me personally, no. I I pack it all up because I can put it in my trunk. And smart car Brian, he can put all of his gear in the back of his smart car, including his uh, paramotor. <laughs> so you can really pack, you know, a, a foot launch machine into very small vehicles. I've packed uh, my stuff in the back of a um, a Prius, and that was awesome. I could probably put yeah. I could probably put the trike extension or or maybe a retractor trike in there too. So it's very possible you can do a trike that can pack up, you know, as long as it's one, as long as it's like a foot launch slash uh, trike, you could probably put that in the back of a car. But as far as like um, Jade's, how do you transport yours, Jade? You would have to have a truck or um... We have our camper that is a toy hauler. So that will, Paul Eric's trike, my trike, and then he also does foot launch if he wants to do that also. And so you, uh, so you need a so you need a fifth wheel or three story, <laughs> three story to get two. two Don't listen trikes. to them, Walter. It's not yeah, three the, stories. Yeah, the on wheels, Walter. I, I, I know exactly what your your uh, trailer would be like, Jay. You can fit two trikes in there and. And a powered parachute. And two beds and a bathroom. And, and, a, and a bathroom and a toilet. <laughs> and and ten blokes. <laughs> and, and 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 then you're still 50 feet in the air. Is that right? Uh, sure. Yeah, Otherwise we down. have an enclosed trailer. I think it's what a 12 12 foot trailer enclosed, and we haul the stuff that way. Yeah, so you'd have to have you know a toy hauler um, yeah. or a truck. I've seen I've seen people with uh, trucks that are able to put their trike. As a matter of fact, one of the videos that Tucker Gott did, he's able to put his trike in the back of his truck, and I've seen a lot of people do that also. So, how about a uh, this? This was another concern, but I I might have solved the problem for myself. But <clears throat> I've had three engine outs, two of which I've had to land in like soybean fields and you know they got the big troughs going down you know whatever you call them uh big rows 
of uh, ditches or whatever, and then you land with the rose. Can you do that? Or I guess if you had a retracted trike, you could actually land with the retracted trike not extended. Here's something, here's something like with my, with my trike, right? So what you could do is that you could land really close to a road, you know, and push everything. So it's, yeah, but that's not an option. What if that's, uh, if, if that's not an option and you have to land in a field. How is that not an option when you're flying, you make sure your glide slope can, can go next to a road or something. If it was ideal, I didn't, draw. I, I couldn't do that where i was i mean i was close i was i didn't have any altitude oh okay so i was forced to land that way so optimally you'd want to land next to a road not optimally i wouldn't want to land any any crops or anything i mean did you have anything that went around your your lines was it difficult to get out uh that it was a bit of a mess with the lines but no it, they were low soybeans and they were real crispy and everything but I know Brian's in the chat and I know he's got a retracted trike. Can you land the retracted trike just like, a, can you land, can you foot launch or can you land on your feet? With yes, with, with mine, I can. I can come in, I can take a double wrap with my um, trike, come in and uh, uh, pull the, the trims all the way in so I'm going as slow as possible. And when I come in with my double wrap, I can pull down and pretty much land right on the wheels, not even roll it, just go whoop, boop, and that's it. That's cool. Oh, and JP, don't worry, we're going to be uh, killing the the stream here in just a moment. We're we're going to be getting out of here in about two minutes. Oh, who's talking in the background? That, that's you. That was me. Sorry. Oh, no problem. What's up, JP? I don't good, know what the heck's good, going good on. Good to hear computer, you. Guys. Good to hear Sorry. you. So we can't see you. With, with the wheels, uh, you can still land anywhere, but I mean, I've landed in a uh, a field with salt bush, which is what the kangaroos and a lot of animals eat over here. And I parted it like Moses parted the, uh, the, the Great Sea. Well, you got a PPC that's really heavy and fast. You know, we got, and we're also talking to, now, now uh, Flying Flamingo Jade, you have just a trike. Do you think it'd be possible for you to come in and land without doing too much rolling as far as like, you know, coming in for a landing? You think you could slow down before you, you know, got to the ground and flared really hard and, you know, kind of just stopped or rolled maybe a couple of feet? It depends on the winds, but I, I mean, I was working on spot landings this weekend, but I'm still yeah. rolling 10 feet, you know, but I was doing, you know, takeoffs again. How, how, wind, you, I wouldn't say that. So, Sorry, you, so you could possibly stop within 10 feet of landing someplace. So that, that's pretty good. Possibly. I, okay. Jade, could you land in a corn cornfield? What? Would you it be would able be to land? Corn. You think you could land it in a cornfield? Would I land it in a cornfield? You could land it, but it wouldn't be optimal. Right. I'd be slapped around the head and the feet of <laughs> right? 
<laughs> yeah, you know what, guys? It's like when I fly, I always fly high enough to where, you know, if I do have a motor out, except for, you know, maybe a couple of times, I usually fly high enough when I, uh, especially when I XC, if I have a motor out, I'm going to be landing really close to a road. I do not want to hump my paramotor out of a field or a mile you know, through brush and stuff to get to a road to be picked up. I don't want to land right next to a road. So it's already stressful enough when you have a motor out. You don't want to hump that thing for a couple miles, especially if it gets late at night, you know, where it gets dark and stuff and you don't know where you are and your phone is out of battery juice because you've been filming and talking all the time. Oh, that'd be awful. Well, um, anything else that you guys have to say about trikes or quads or tandems? We didn't get uh, Brooke on, so I guess he's still driving and wasn't able to jump on. That's too bad. Yeah, we didn't even talk about quads. I know nothing about quads other than they look kind of cool. Quads are um, pretty cool. They, um, they steer just a little bit different than a trike. Um, it's kind of have you ever have you ever driven a go a, just like a regular go-kart with a motor on the back type of thing where it's just a go-kart a you know one of those really old ones that are just a couple wheels and you steer with your feet or steer with your little steering wheel yeah. you steer with your feet but that's about all you get like you do in the in the go-kart I, I want a go-kart i miss a go-karts darn it now i want to get a go-kart <laughs> But yeah, go-karts are, or go-kart, quads are, are, are fun. Matter of fact, uh, a lot of the trainers around here that I talk to, they won't train people with trikes. They'll only train people with quads because it's more stable. So it's a little bit safer. I guess if you're going to, if you have all the money in the world, um, I guess quad would be the way to go. Have you ever flown a quad, Jade, or thought about flying a quad? No, I have not. I no. haven't flown anything other than my trike buggy. Okay. And um, like Brian's saying that the retracted trike is like foot launch in the air. I can, I can drop my legs down off my foot pegs too and sit, you know, just like a foot launcher. So. Cool. I have to say that Eric and Jade's, uh, what is it? It's a trike buggy. Yep. They are the coolest looking things, man. I mean, they really are cool. Yeah. Yep. Deweese has uh, also got one. Oh, does she? Yep. She's got yeah, hers doesn't one. have a pink flamingo on it, though. <laughs> no, but I saw her trike buggy before she even got it because uh, Paris White came over and I saw it in my front yard before she got it. <laughs> That that flamingo is from Deweese. <laughs> well, um, anybody have anything to say before we head on out tonight, guys? Because I got to take my mom back to our house, and it's a three-hour round trip. Um, I just want to say, uh, just uh, shout out next uh, next Monday. We have an awesome guest coming on. He's super excited. Rob Condella from Pennsylvania will be our guest next Monday night, and uh, he flies, looks like yeah, he flies uh, paramotors like you guys, and he looks like he's got a lot of good stories to tell and everything, so I'm really excited about getting him on the show. 
he seems like he's super happy about coming on next week. And uh, I think it's going to be really fun. Good this job. Man. Awesome. Thanks. Did, did, you, yeah. uh, did you see John Wayne's donation? I don't know. Didn't remember. No, I did not. Um, John Wayne, I let me scroll up. There you go. Thank you very much for dropping twenty dollars in the super chat. Definitely appreciate it, buddy. Thanks, Definitely John. appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, um, Chatters. I appreciate y'all. Looks like we got uh, Greg Jensen in here, Deweese Milstead, Bill H, Brian Waller, Angela Preslake, Eric uh, PPG Lear, awesome. which is ppglear.com. Uh, Mad Sloper, John Wayne, uh, Tony Marzano, and be careful, he's got that blue wrench. He will he will put you in timeout. Nick Griffith, uh, Para Ninja, uh, Mark Droids in the house, Greg Jensen. Um, I think I saw over here too, Mark McElroy from Paralife PPG. And just, just a shout out to, to Mark, uh, Paralife PPG. This is a shirt that I got right now and I got from him. Uh, go to paralifeppg.com. I'm telling you, even though I have my own merch, his shirts are absolutely amazing. So go to paralifeppg.com. Check out his merch. And um, a little plug for my merch is I love ppg.com. Let's see, who else do we have in here? JP Tulo. Paralifeppg, all the way to Australia, Adelaide. There you go. Um, yep. Pretty awesome dude. I, I really like Mark. JP Tulo was in here for. JP Tula was in here just a second ago. In case you didn't know, it's his birthday. Happy Yay. birthday, yo. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday. JP. <laughs> we, we would birthday. sing, but we tried to sing to my mom that one time, and, and it was it was just, it didn't oh, work out. So. Yeah, that was pretty bad. So happy birthday, JP. Um, I, think he's, I think he's 29 again. And he will always be 29. That's awesome. Brian Waller's in the house. Good to see you. Um, uh, Randy, um, Dewey's husband is in the uh, house also. Let's see. Who else do we have in here? Matt Soper said, Sean Simons, look out for those power lines. Yes. And happy birthday, JP. Tony Marzano said, they make that uh, go-kart for that nine bot thing you have yes they do for 900 bucks i don't have that yet but when i do <laughs> i will make a uh i will i will have that go-kart and i will put a wing above it and i will somehow fly that go-kart from uh from uh segway nine bot i will do that will fly right will fly will fly a nine bot ppg eventually <laughs> i can't wait to see that video oh my goodness i thought i saw another um uh, question in the chat i think somebody asked a question and i lost it um if, is there any questions in the chat that you want answered before we go please put in the chat right now um can i, can I just say something guys sean um, because you're in the future, yes, you are, we are going to get it. Yeah, uh, look, I really appreciate what you've done for me for selling that pack out. Oh, yeah, no problem, buddy. I know you had to hock your house and starve your kids. <laughs> um, but, yeah, thank you to everyone, Mark Elroy, uh, Elroy for his shirt. It's so soft. Jade, your shirt is absolutely rocks. The style of it, uh, the material, it's going to feel so sexy when I put it on. What color and, was yours? Hey? What color was your shirt that I got you? 
Gray. Gray. Okay. I, I'm already. I'm already hearing him say, "Um, too sexy for this shirt." <laughs> I've been rubbing his chest. <laughs> I know. Um, yeah. too sexy for my and, shirt. And Mr. Will Floyd for your uh, cup holder. Thank <laughs> you, sir. Um, Mr. Todd uh, from Resurgence PPG with a shirt and a sticker. Uh, absolutely great shirt. Uh, who else? Yours, uh, Sean, and your son's uh, Dragon Campers. Yep, you got, a, you got an official ClearProp TV shirt that's only for the uh, people here uh, on our panel. So that was yeah. made just for the panel, but you got one of those because one, you're worth it. Yes, you one are. Of the, one of the shirts, I was wrapped. I think it's Dragon Campers. The, the material, it's, yeah, another sexy type of material, not a normal T-shirt type. I think you got one from uh, from True North Paramotors, right? True North Paramotors. And you also got a Paraswag USA. No, I didn't get that. Oh, you sure? Yep. Well. Missed the box. I guess it slid out of the box or something. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I know that I put that in there. Oh, well. And I must have fallen out on the way on the boat. Well, know? whenever you get over here, I got I got a couple of shirts that I can get you to from uh, Paris Wag and True North, and you know. Shirts is that all? Well, I thought you'd have a paramotor for me by the time I get there. You know what? If if you want to fly my Adam eighty, you you can do that if you want to. You're more than what? Welcome. What? Eighty. <laughs> and maybe that'll get that'll get one one leg in the air. Well, there you go. That's all you need. Get get that <laughs> get that one leg up, right? Get that leg up, and you're good to go. Uh, no worries. I'll lose some weight before then. Thank you to everyone that, uh, yeah, contributed to that pack. Uh, it was great to get yesterday. Early morning Christmas present. Early Christmas present. So thank you, everybody. Pre much appreciated. You are awesomely welcome. And uh, I would like to sh – um, we already showed your plaque, that big wooden thing that we sent you to, right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, that was pretty good. Yep. No, that, that was really nice. And, I mean, even Jade's T-shirt packet, you know, it's got flamingos on it. How cool is that? Ryan Waller uh, said, did you check down under for those uh, for those shirts? <laughs> check down under. That's <laughs> funny. Hey, I got a bail. That's uh, Brian Haybill Waller's saying, but since he's not here, I'm going to say it. Hey, got a bail. Already uh, 8 11. We've been talking for an hour and 11 minutes, which is awesome. I hope you guys truly enjoyed this podcast. And like I said, we are now on Amazon, Amazon Music, and Amazon's Audible. If you search for a paramotor podcast, uh, PPG Grandpa's Paramotor Podcast. This podcast comes up on that search. Is that freaking amazing or what? So thank you very much for all you new listeners out there that are listening to us through Amazon. Uh, definitely appreciate that. Um, come and join us every Monday at ClearProp TV or this channel, iFlyParamotors.com. And uh, watch us live every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Central, 8 p.m. Eastern. And of course, on Tuesday, 
We have uh, Eric or Shane doing a show on ppgshane.com or ppglear.com. We also have an all-girls podcast that we do on Wednesday. Flying Flamingo J hosts it. And we also post those videos here on the audio. So if you're listening to us on the audio, you get to hear those bonus episodes. Uh, Flying Flamingo Jade, since you're here, can you tell us a little bit about your show and who's on your show this Wednesday? Sure. So this week we have a gal by the name of Gladys Lupke. And um, I reached out to her uh, about two months ago and She's going to tell us her story and about their big move down to Florida coming up this winter. So I'm just going to leave it at that right now. Well, since you live in Wisconsin, maybe you need to take a trip down to Florida and do some flying over the winter time down in Florida. I would do it too. I will go down there if you go down there. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> I know, right? So get, make sure you get up with uh, Flying Flamingo Jade on her channel, which is paramotorgirl.com every Wednesday night at 7 p.m. Central, 8 p.m. Eastern. Did I say those? had snowflakes today. What? Yep. So you're going to be, now you fly in the snow with your para, or with your um, trike, right? Yes. And you don't have any problems taking off or landing in snow? Uh, no. Uh, last year was our first year, and we didn't have a lot of snow we live on a small little 25 acre lake and it was like glare ice. Um, so we were able to take off and land on that. That's pretty fun landing. Um, cause you can do a little drifting and, uh, um, after we got a lot of snow, probably end of March or February, um, then my son went out there with his plow truck and plowed out two little, runways for us and we were able to do that no you're able to do the same thing on the ice there right because it the the lakes freeze could you um take off on the lake yeah that's what i was saying is we that is so cool go off right off the frozen lake and then that that's so awesome because it's right in our backyard we don't have to drive across like 25 minutes across town to the airport that's way on the other side. I mean, 25 minutes isn't much, but packing up gear and stuff where we could just drive right up the yard and right back into the garage with everything and go right that back to the warm house. Is awesome. And there's another plus and pro for the trikes. Okay. Um, if you go to a fly-in nine times out of 10, where you're parked and where you come up to that rope and go on the other side, you got to go to the other side to, to be able to fly into the wind. And if that's the case, all you do is you sit down in your trike have your uh, your wing in your lap and travel to the other side, set up and go fly. So much easier than trying to hump your paramotor all the way across the field. Am I right? Am I right? Yes, I'm right. Yes. Show them what, <clears throat> show them what you're talking about, Jade. Go to Jade's site. She makes great T-shirts. Yes, Jade. What is your um your um your merch? Tomahawktees.com. Go to spell that. Tomahawk, spell that. It's Tomahawk T O M A H A W K T E E S dot com. And I've got multicolor shirts for girls just want to fly. And I just did an order of some new 
shirts I'll be putting on there and just bear with me. I'm learning the GoDaddy uh, site, trying to figure that out. And we're going to have some new merchandise on there also. Hey, we'll put the HTTP colon slash slash www in front of that. That way it'll be clickable in the, um, in the super chat there. Uh, another thing I just saw too from your husband, Eric, over at ppglear.com. He said, this Tuesday night, tomorrow, we'll be at Shane's YouTube. And you can get up with him at ppgshane.com. And he will have his show tomorrow at 7 p.m. Uh, Central, 8 p.m. Eastern. Sean Nasker said, I caught the show. I'm just at the laundromat doing laundry. Well, that's cool. <laughs> Gotta do what you gotta do, you know? And we'll just put in that tomahawk tease in the chat. So if you want to, make sure you go there and, uh, you know, check that out. Um, we also, don't forget who, and who else do we have? We also had um, Mark McElroy at paralifeppg.com. Uh, check that out. And if you want, go over to, what's mine? I love ppg.com. I love ppg.com. Oh, by the way, I can actually pin a merchandise. Here's an I love PPG uh, magnet that will pin on the top of the super chat. So if you want to get a pin and help us out, um, every donation that we get or every sticker or any shirt that you make, we get a little something, something, which helps us pay for our show. Uh, anyways, anybody else any, have anything before we head on out and a boot? One, one more thing. What's your son's name, Sean? Cameron, and he does dragoncampers.com. Dragon Campers Cameron. Yeah, oh, Cameron. yeah. so his name is Cameron, and he does yeah. Dragon Campers because he's a hot shot. I know. Isn't that great? My son, he's a hot shot, and I can actually say that because he actually drags campers. That's why he's Dragon Campers. Yeah. Ah, Dragon Campers. Got it. You think that somebody would have already got dragoncampers.com, but nope, we got it, damn it. Good night. Good night. That guy named Sean got it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, being a computer engineer for 30 years before I started doing this, um, yeah, I got a little bit of computer background. Thank goodness. Because that way I'm not, uh, that, I'm not that grandpa that says, how do I work this dang, dang nabbit thing? <laughs> I've tied many, many campers, many trailers around around here for my uh, brother's business many years ago, Sean. Uh, so, yeah. yeah, I remember you actually said that um, uh, he was Will, Walter was actually a guest on one of our past shows. So, if you would like to go to paratalk.org, scroll through, or your favorite podcasting app, and if you are on, you know. Um, Amazon or Amazon Music or Amazon's Audible, go ahead and go to PPG Grandpa's Paramotor Podcast. Scroll back down and check out Walter's uh, interview that we had about PPCs. It was pretty cool. Um, anything else before we head on out and do, right? There's something that goes on Thursdays. What is that? Hmm. Paramom, do you, Paramom, do you have any idea what that is? Paragliding talk. Dot com uh, with your host, Robert Michaels, the one and only awesomeness, son of well, mine. Yeah, yeah, so so Robert is your son. You are mom, and you are on our show 
He's like, you traitor. <laughs> yeah, he loves it. He loves it. He's just like, that's so cool, man. No, he oh, loves it. That's uh, good. He, he knows I'm the PR here on Mondays and the PR on Thursday. So, you Straight know, like last, last Thursday, he had some things going on and uh, all good, you know, with the church and all that. So <clears throat> I had to be. I jumped in and got on Facebook and said, we'll see you all next week. You know, we don't have a show tonight, that kind of thing, because he's so busy and he's, you know, have time, all that. And I made sure I let Sean know and everything, because that's what I do. So, right. So, so you must, Thursday night, cause we you must get paid a lot time. being a PR for two different companies. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. It is fun. <laughs> PR, PR. I know, right? That's better yeah, than NPR. Great. I'll tell you though, I find him guests too sometimes. So I think he's just sometimes he's like, "Mom, that's awesome! You're so awesome!" And I'm just like, "I know." Speaking <laughs> about um, other shows, um, there's also the Fat Paramotor podcast from uh, the UK, and <laughs> and his name is Sean. He does a podcast. So what's the what is the possibility of two Shans doing a Paramotor podcast? And you can find him also on Amazon, uh, Amazon Music and Audible. So if you type in Paramotor Podcast, you get PPG Grandpa's Paramotor Podcast and the Fat Paramotor Podcast. You get both. You know, he's, you know he started in Australia flying. Oh, did he? Sean yeah, he, did? Was, he, he was up in Queensland and then moved to England. Oh, is, that, think... is that Fat Man flying? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Yeah, I know you're talking about that. That's right. Yeah. He has a whole yeah. video on how he launched, uh, uh, describing how to launch a paramotor. You got to watch that. It's just it's pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're hopefully he, I, I was hoping that he was going to be on tonight on the panel, but he wasn't able to because he has other previous engagements or he had to work tomorrow or something like that. But um, hopefully, maybe on the 8th next week, he'll jump on the panel and just hang out with us a little bit in the background. It would be like four o'clock in the morning for him, Sean. Well, I get up at two o'clock in the morning. He can get up at four. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, it's all about paramotoring and paramotor podcasts. You can, you oh, can get yes. Up well, that's right. He's big on his side of the planet and you're big yeah. on your side and I'm little nothing down here hanging on by a thread upside down. Well, long as you're in the future and upside down, we love you. Walter, we're so happy that you're here and you joined us. I'm glad you got off your stuff. Jim from Canada, A, glad that you joined us. And uh, you got 90-some flights in. You're an amazing, dude. We got uh, Will Fly from Will Fly PPG. We're glad that you made it, buddy. Flying Flamingo Jade. And, of course, our Paramotor Mom, USA. Glad that you joined us. And I, you know what? I wouldn't be able to do this without you. Uh, soon we're going to be in season three on January 1st, just a couple of uh, episodes away. And I think what we're going to do is we're going to bring in some um, past guests and probably do a big party on the 100th episode, which we are guesstimating it's going to be on what? November, December 13th? December, on my calendar. December 13th. So that will be our actual 100th episode for PPG Grandpa's Paramotor Podcast. We are rebroadcasting okay. Shane's, possibly um, Eric's 
podcast, uh, maybe. And if not, we're still going to be doing a a rebroadcasting Jade's All Girl podcast. So thank you for sending those over to us, Jade and Shane and Eric. We appreciate you letting us rebroadcast on PPG Grampus Promoter Podcast. Um, If that's it, we appreciate everybody. We'll see you tomorrow at ppgshane.com. We'll be doing a live show. Uh, hang out with Shane. So, thank you so much for joining us, guys. Oh, Anything else before we leave? PPG, thank you. On ppgshane.com. On ppgshane.com and then paramotorgirl.com and all these dot coms. Holy smokes. It, oh. Is it ppgshane.com for tomorrow yeah. night? It is. P- yeah, oh, ppgshane. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, he's doing it once once a month, and Eric's doing it the other three weeks. So, thank you, Eric. I know that you're under the weather, buddy. Feel better. Um, hope, yeah, hope Love you feel you. better. JP, JP, happy birthday. And happy birthday, um, JP. I think that's it, right? We, we covered all the. We covered everybody. Okay. I think we did. All right, that's it. We'll see that you. See you tomorrow. Good night. Night. Peace out. See y'all. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs>